What is up, scandalous strangers? I don't know. <laughs> We're running out of good S words. Uh, as always, I am Kurt. I am joined by my co-host, the lovely Krista. And we have a very special guest co-host in the studio today. And that is Krista's husband, Jim. Vincent Vega. <laughs> He's actually, he, he, exists. he exists. He's real. He's real. We're not in Idaho. Kurt gave me a hundred bucks to be here today <laughs> <laughs> to pretend, pretend to be your husband. Yeah, we just found him on the street on the way here. Yep. Uh, just somebody in the school. But no, it's seriously, it's so good to have you here today with us, Jim. We can you. put good the rumors to rest. He yes. does exist. He does exist. He's a real and thing. He is awesome. He doesn't well. smell like Bigfoot. Nope. He's not musky. Well, <laughs> <laughs> in a good no way. Comment. <laughs> Gonna jump right into the shoutouts. Okay. 16 of them, 17 of them Dang. since last time. Wow. Take a deep breath, Kurt. I'm working on it. <laughs> Looking at some of these names. He has a tough first name, I think. <laughs> no, Chris. Oh. <laughs> That's not the tough. <laughs> so our shout outs to our newest strangers, Chris Caldwell, Chad Warrick, Jennifer Brogdon Howell, Heidi Zemansky, Zemiansky, Rasputina Skein, Skein, Suzanne Brian McCafferty, Haley Steph- Stevenson Terry, Jen PH, Jim Baca, Mike Brown, who runs a podcast called Pleasing Terrors, yeah. which I need to listen to, but I've it's heard good. a lot of really good things about it. Yeah, a lot of strangers like it. So thanks for joining, Mike. Uh, Brandy Shell, Jan Antignoli, Rebecca Road, Anna Thivasuk, Thivasuk, Peter Balog, and Kate Berry. I love how all these sound like questions. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not exactly sure. So wow, that's th- a lot of new th- strangers. Thank you so much, guys, yeah. for joining the strangers. What I think I need to do is, you know how when somebody joins the strangers, we have our three questions? Put the phonetic I need to, I need to put a fourth question on there and say, how do you phonetically pronounce your name yeah. so I don't massacre it during shout-outs? Although people do give good feedback saying, wow, you actually got my name right. Or, wow, you massacred my name. Yeah, you really messed that up. Yeah, so I need to, <laughs> I need to start doing that. Uh, housekeeping? Um, I, we wanted to give a shout out to Kate. Yes. She specifically said we did not have to give her a shout out, but we're giving that her one. That ain't how it works, Kate. <laughs> exactly. You get what we give you. <laughs> oh. Um, she, so Kate is Jeff's wife, Jeff from Paranormal Palaver and Old School Media. And Jeff's grandma passed away a few weeks ago. Oh. Yeah. And Sorry. she worked at the Sheboygan County Asylum back in the day. And so Kate, when they were um, cleaning out her belongings, their fa- his family ran across this, like it's like a wooden plaque that has a picture of the asylum on it. And it's it really had cool. like some kind of, you know, plaque below it that probably said, you know, thank you for your time, blah, 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 blah. That's missing, but it's really cool to have like a picture of the asylum because we drive by it on the way here every single time. And it's we're fascinated with the place. We'd love to go inside. So Kate was like, don't throw it out. I got to check and see if Kurt yeah. and Crystal want it. And yes. of course we do. So. I love it. Yeah, thank you so much. It I want to kind of put a little plaque on there that says, uh, congratulations, Kurt, on your getting released. <laughs> so, five, five for evading years. capture for so long? Yeah. What were you going to say, Jim? Uh, is that the place that they went for? Yeah, Destination on Destination Fear, Fear. Yeah. yes. Yep. yep. We went past it on the drive here. So we've here. seen the inside. We've just never That's been inside. That's where somebody just broke in recently, yeah. and they had it on Facebook that they had the, the camera footage of whoever broke in there yeah, wanting to figure out who it was. right at the camera, too. Yeah, I hope they part. catch them. Um, anything else? Any other housekeeping? I can't think of anything. Uh, all I have is that we just want to say again how cool it is that so many of our listeners started podcasts of their own. 
Yeah. You know, there's so many. Mm-hmm. And I, I finally did listen to Xander and Stone. Isn't it good? I love it. Yeah, it's I really, really good. Do. I really they do. They have a great dynamic, great voices, great topics. Yes. So Xander and Stone podcast, check it out. So that is awesome. Yeah. Still working on the mugs. Be patient. Sorry. Yeah, we've... we've <laughs> we decided we're not selling mugs anymore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, we're working out some <laughs> kinks and figuring some stuff out. We have to wait, get, figure out what the final weight is of the package because it's going to really affect the shipping costs, so... We're noobs. We are noobs. Do we have anything else? Uh, should we do... We didn't t- talk about the weather. We always complain <laughs> about the weather. <laughs> yeah, we always complain <laughs> about the weather. Today is pretty... Uh, I don't know. It's been too warm this week. Yeah, it was actually 80s this week. Jim works outside, so he's looking forward to cooler weather. Absolutely. It's supposed to be pretty... 50s. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, definitely. Super excited about that. Fall is here. Oh, fall is here. Our wedding anniversary was on the autumnal equinox. I know. So that, that was, was very so exciting. Cool. And Sophie and, and, Sophie Adam, and Adam's same anniversary. Same That's kind of crazy. Yeah. So happy is anniversary. Is call a synchronicity? Uh, it could be a synchronicity. Kind of a synchronicity. Yeah. I feel like there was something else we were going to talk about. Just once again, uh, answer the questions. Oh, yeah. We have a lot of people who are asking to I almost, join. This week, we were just hammered with people that didn't answer the questions. Yeah. And I wonder if somebody else started another Facebook group called The Strangers or something like that. There are other groups called The Strangers. One is like fans of the movies. Yeah. That series, The Strangers. Yeah. Great movies, by the way. Um, but okay. yeah. And I just wonder if they're they're thinking they're joining another group. Because one person, the only, what is our favorite topic? We've covered it and it said food, which sort of applies, yeah. but Maybe not Maybe they enough. just like listening to the taste tests. Maybe, but they could have been more specific because yeah. we did, we denied them. So yeah, you don't answer the questions, you get denied. You're getting denied. You can't join this swell little group. Our family, our very strange family. Uh, I have no other updates. Work is going okay. I love most of my students, a couple of them. Try my patience, <laughs> but I as, love most of them. As adolescents will do. That, that is. Jim is already looking at the taste test items. <laughs> He's got the munchies. <laughs> He's looking for a snacko. Uh, should we do the tarot and then yes. do the taste test? Okay. Yes. So we're actually going to do a reading for Jim today. Woo-hoo. I'm so excited. Mine have been strangely accurate. I've done... Yeah, mine always are too. I can always find some um, bead of relevance. So the question we're thinking about is what what does the universe want Jim to know today? And I've done a couple. I mean, we've asked some questions at home. One of them was surrounding like renovations on our house. <laughs> Are we on the right path with wh- how we're handling yeah? our house? Yes? Yeah, it did actually. So that's good. Wow. Now you need a Ouija board for home. No, I just feel like I don't need that. I'll take that postcard. The Ouija board postcard? Yeah, it's okay. a cool postcard actually. Okay. Actually, do you want to cut the deck three times? Like three times. Yeah, just like in three piles. I usually I should have you do that, Kurt, when I do yours. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Ooh, I just pulled this card for myself earlier this week. It's the eight of swords. Swords? Yep. Do you really pronounce it sword? <laughs> no. Okay. This is really <laughs> funny. Josh. My friend Josh. Rosh, da, he has a lot of nicknames. Um, for some reason, he's a big fan of the Stephen King's uh, Dark Tower series yes, too, so and I. like, I don't know where I don't I don't even know if it relates to that. Do people even use swords? No, they use guns. I don't know where it comes from, but Josh and I pronounce it swords. That's like a, a little joke of ours, and it's not a word I say very often. Okay, so, good. <laughs> you had me scared when you actually okay. pronounced it like that. She also says knife. 
knife. Well, knife, I understand. But swords is just weird. Pahone instead of phone. Okay. So eight of swords. Ugh, I don't know about this, babe. Trapped, powerless. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, surrounded by obstacles and threats on all sides, you find yourself the victim. You see no way out. It's our marriage, basically. Wow. <laughs> no available choices. Your perceptions keep you from opening your wings and taking flight. What keeps you suspended here, yourself or others? The Eight of Swords demands an answer. You cannot hang here much longer. Oh. What's the relevance of that? What's up with that? Yeah, Jim, explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got nothing on that one. Yeah, I don't really either. I don't. That I can't was, think of a situation was, where you feel trapped or... This, this is different for me. It's just... Maybe that's it. My, it could be. He do, I kind of had to talk him into this. I did not think that he was actually going to no, go I through with either. it. <laughs> I didn't either. But Even it's intimidating. It's intimidating yesterday. if you've never done this. Right. So you do feel a little... Maybe that's it. It's this him being here in this little office with us. Remember, I drank beer my first couple episodes <laughs> till I was actually kind of comfortable. That's oh, funny. that's another thing I wanted to talk about is that our first two episodes seem oh, yeah. to be missing from iTunes. Somebody asked what the topics were, and I think it was, it was the Blue Whale. The Blue Whale and, and Investigations. Oh, Investigations. Okay. Ghost Investigations. I think maybe we're running out of space on our server or something. I can't think of any other reason. But we don't know the technical side of no, that, so Krista's no. got... I reached out to Joe and we're Whoever gonna... runs our webpage. Yeah. But that's my guess. It, they're still on... I think they're still on YouTube, they're right? They're still on YouTube. And they're on the website. You can go right to the website to listen to them. But if they're not oh. there, they're rare. Keep those. If you have them downloaded, yeah. you can use those for barter in prison, <laughs> right. I guess. Okay. Like cigarettes? <laughs> like cigarettes. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I got the first two episodes of the Strange Sessions. <laughs> uh, all right. Taste test? Taste test. So, oh, should we open the package first? Or oh, yeah, let's test? open the package. We got a package from Stranger Jeff in Cincinnati, hmm. and I don't know what this is. Yeah, I don't either. It's an envelope, and it has paper. It feels like paper. I wonder if there's like a postcard or, in there, or, or something, and it's like being protected by cardboard. I love guessing. It could be nothing. On the like way here, this. I thought ransom note. Ransom note, but we can't think of anyone who's missing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to open it or should I? No, it's, it's yours. Oh, come on. It's addressed to Strange like Sessions and Kurt Knechny. So if it's oh, a ransom note, probably. it's coming right to me. Yeah. Narnia might be missing when you get home. She oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the person That's has not funny. I hope the person has yogurt to give her every night. Otherwise she's gonna meow at you if you don't. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so she's she's just as uh set in her routine as Kurt is. <laughs> yes. She is totally. That's cute. Oh, it's a hidden Ohio map and guide to ancient American sites, haunted locations, sacred geography, scenic byways, strange creatures, and unexplained mysteries. Oh, that's really cool. This oh, is, look at that. This is seriously cool. That is neat. We should go There's because picture, it is not that long of a drive. There's a picture of Bigfoot on the front. This is cool. So this whole thing opens up. Into a map. I, if I do it, I won't be map. able to. Oh, that's so cool. There's like little pictures all over it. We need to hang that up in here too. Did we do an Ohio episode? Yes, that was our Dang. first strange, but a couple hours away to Ohio. We should totally do a road trip. It, people are going to start sending us maps with the expectation that we're going to go there. <laughs> that is cool. This is really cool. I Just to like spend time looking at it. Oh, that's cool. I want to go there. Yeah. Whatever that is. That is awesome. Well, hidden, thanks, hidden Jeff. Ohio. I want to hang that up in here, but I kind of want to read that too. I want to do one of those things where you have like um, tacks and strings like 
We like, could. Get them going <laughs> between all the walls. Right. That's really cool. Thanks, Jeff. Yes, thank you so much for this, Jeff. This is awesome. I want it hung. There's not like a letter missing or, or tucked in there somewhere. We have a tendency to miss letters that people send us, and then we discover them after we're done recording. Like the amazing Bigfoot sculpture that was sent to us. Yes. Oh, we should show you that before we leave, Jim. Yeah, see if you so think you can actually can fix see it, it in person. Wow, we forgot to bring glue. We did. Should I bring it home? And we can fix it. If you it. want. We can talk about this offline. Jim's very, <laughs> Jim's very much a handyman. <laughs> yes. Me, on the other hand, not so much. <laughs> it would come back with like its head glued to its foot. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say you're wrong. He's like an inbred Bigfoot. <laughs> inbred Bigfoot would be disturbing. <laughs> yes, it would. Uh, okay. Oh, taste test. Okay. so We're doing something different today. I don't think we've ever done this before. That I can remember. What we're going to do today is we actually have two different brands of dill pickle flavored popcorn. Mm -hmm, so we're going to mm -hmm. compare them and see which one is our favorite. We're going to do a compare and contrast. Uh, one of them was sent to us in the package from, I believe April sent that to us. Okay. Yeah, she sent us a big box full of goodies. This one is Clancy's popcorn dill pickle flavor. And she has a piece of paper in there that says not spicy. A lot of flavors, but not spicy. And this one is from the Broadway Popcorn Company, which is in Sheboygan Falls, Sweet. which is just like 10 minutes was, from here. I was here for a wedding last week. <clears throat> and this is from my coworker, Kayla, who I've never even met, but it's great. She's a stranger. She dropped these off the other day, and I, I, wish I you wasn't been, I there. I wish you would have been there that you could have met her. I think I must have been in a meeting. She said, Krista and Kurt, your gift is still MIA, almost as elusive as Bigfoot, so that'll come later. <laughs> Enjoy. <clears throat> should we try this one first? Sure. Okay. Oh, I should, hold on. I have to take pictures. At least you're not getting anything. Paper towel, at least Jim's not getting anything really gross. Yeah, we're not making him taste bugs or anything. Or fish. That smells good. Ooh. You definitely don't like the fish. <laughs> anything with a fish aftertaste is just bad. No thanks. I'm just gonna dump a little bit out on my my thing. I'm just gonna... Paper towel. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it just rolled across the table. Put it right on my keyboard. That's how I roll. Okay, you ready? Jim's got to sit down. Once you have a seat and join us. Didn't know I'd have to work. <laughs> <laughs> he also didn't know selfies would be involved, and he's yeah, not, he not a, a fan of selfies. But he, he looks good. He, like looks kinda, he looks kind of badass in that picture. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Hmm. Mm. Yummy. Mm. It's way more buttery than mm -hmm. dilly. There's a hint of dill, though. Yeah. It's actually get really good. a little bit more. Yeah, you got to talk closer. Sorry. Once you get into it, a couple pieces, mm. it starts getting dilly. I love popcorn. I love it. This is really <clears throat> buttery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet you it's got coconut oil. It has to be done in coconut oil. Mm. Mm. I just want to sit here and... I can taste the dill, though. The dill is very subtle. Mm -hmm. Coconut oil. Wow. Did you? A little mm. bit of a popcorn connoisseur. Mm. I love it. It's delicious. Okay, should we taste both before we rate? Huh? Should we taste them both before we rate them? Yes. Okay. This is Clancy's. Clancy. Uh-oh. <laughs> Ooh. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> it just took a whip and, like, choked on the powder. Some dill pickle. <laughs> it did. I just huffed some dill. <laughs> <laughs> this one smells... This one's a little... Dillier. <laughs> dilly dilly. Dilly, uh. 
Dilly dilly, good one. <coughs> Are you wow. okay? I think so. It's not, it's not COVID, it's dill. <laughs> right? <laughs> Do you have COVID? No, I have dill. <laughs> okay. Okay, you ready? Compare and contrast. Jim just dives in. Oh, that's way more dilly. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. I prefer my mm. dill in pickle form. No, <laughs> that's very dilly. I'm guessing. I mean, this tastes like true dill, though. Like they used actual dried dill. Not you saying can. that the other one doesn't. It's just more subtle, and the butter flavor kind of overpowers it. Hmm. It says natural flavors. Hmm. It's not bad. No. no, I don't like it as much as the other. Though, no. if I'm being honest. What's our rating? What's our rating for the first one? The first one? I'm going to give it a nine. Whoa. I am also going to give it a nine. Whoa. <laughs> this one. Yeah. Go ahead. Be seven. honest. Yeah, okay, seven. that's fine. Seven. I think that's fair. What about the second one? <clears throat> I'm giving that one a seven. Five. Okay. Seven. I love, I like the flavor. They both have the same kind of texture. They're not super crunchy. They're actually got a little bit of chew to them, which I'm okay with. But the, I need some butter flavor with mm-hmm. my popcorn, and I feel like that one, the dill, the first one from just up the road here, I love that it's locally made, number one, mm-hmm. so it's not mass-produced. Um, but I like the more subtle dill flavor. I like the this first one because like it's very buttery. Dill. The first one is really buttery tasting, and I think that's a coconut oil, but I'm spoiled because I love the coconut oil popcorn. They have, mm-hmm. like, I can't think of that brand, but there's a brand, a cheese one, that is so good. White cheddar is, like, the but, best. One of the things is that popcorn like that can give you diarrhea if you eat too much of it. TMI. Well, Are you speaking from... Uh, no, that's what people <laughs> have told me. That's what people have told coconut me. Coconut oil? Is it the I think it might oil? be the coconut oil. Because, I mean, mm. if you eat that whole bag, mm-hmm. there's a lot of trans fat in there, too. But mm-hmm. that was one of the things is that people are getting diarrhea from it. Well, all right. We've been warned. Yeah. Okay. You. Who wants to take what home? <laughs> we don't have to answer that on. I'll, t- I'll take the super dilly. I'll take the really dilly really? one. Yeah. Are you sure? Yep. You could actually melt some butter and put it over yeah. that. Yeah. So we're taking that, that one. one home. Okay. Well, thank you, um, Kayla and April. April, for the taste tests. Mm. What? Well, twenty no minutes and like twenty nine seconds. Our titillating twenty. We got it dialed in today. No one's growing on me. Is it? Oh no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it snuck up on me. Mm, okay should we dive in uh we are going to dive into the episode i am going to do a disclaimer i greatly dislike this episode i don't like this topic i feel like this is going to be a weak episode can you explain why though because it's cursed this episode's cursed that's the only thing like my blair witch paranormal palaver we could not get that episode (laughs) out to save our lives probably because this one i started doing this back in april and that's when i lost my job so I was like, sweet, now I'm going to have t- extra time to work on it. And I was like so stressed. I just could not get going on it. And then I, I felt like I was in a daze and I wasn't really doing a really good job of researching. So I put it on the back burner. And then when I got this new job, I was like, sweet, we kind of have this one started. So this will be an easy one. And that first week I was super stressed. Last week I wanted to work on it and stuff kept popping up. Sunday, I went to work on it, and I worked on it for like an hour, hour and 15 minutes, and my computer locked up, and I had oh, to restart no. it, and I lost all my stuff, Ugh. 
And then yesterday when I went to print it out, it printed out the first half, and then my something happened with my printer. So I spent a half an hour trying to print the rest of it. Wow. So I do not like this episode. I think this episode is cursed. And I apologize if this is your first time listening. Go listen to a better episode. But Like our last episode with Corey. That was a good episode. That was a good episode. I'm excited to be here. Sounds, <laughs> sounds that's that's really one of the reasons why I'm happy you're here is because you'll make it at least a more memorable everyone. episode because yeah. Jim was here. Well, so funny. I was super happy to find out that you were coming along. But the topic is Sky Sounds. You know, a couple people have asked about that. And I'm excited about this topic. I love this topic. I don't it, know much about it, but... It's it's interesting, but I don't really know... Do we have sound clips? No, but I, I can put uh, videos, links okay. to, to, to so many videos. I can put links to yeah. videos when we post this one. Maybe we can... Oh, we don't have the internet. And I'm also going to be posting this early. I'm going to post it tomorrow evening instead of Monday evening because I am going to be on Historical Ramblings Monday with... Lauren and Brian, Brian and uh, Neil Story. Yeah, uh, really, really cool. Uh, Well-known paranormal yes. and paranormal, paranormal investigator, yep. right? And a historian. He's big in into the Jack UK. the Ripper. I've listened to their episodes with him, and he sounds awesome. So cool. It'll be very. Oh, cool. so he's been Sorry. on their show before. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I unfortunately can't join because I'm still at work when they're recording. <laughs> I just wish you could. And I'm also starting a class and I'm knee deep in essays. Oh, I thought you were going to say so. I'm starting a new podcast that <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so sky sounds. Sky sounds. Although the phenomena of strange sky or environmental sounds seems relatively new, I forgot my other glasses too, so now everything is blurry. I hate this episode. <laughs> Although the phenomena of strange sky or environmental sounds seems relatively new, strange sounds have occurred on and off throughout history. One example of this is the Seneca guns. The story began in 1850 when James Fenimore Cooper wrote a legend about Seneca Lake in the Finger Lakes of New York. He described the sound as, quote, a sound resembling the explosion of a heavy piece of artillery that can be accounted for by none of the known laws of nature. The report is deep, hollow, distant, and imposing. The lake seems to be speaking to the surrounding hills, which sends back the echoes of its voice in accurate reply. The primary legend believed by European settlers is that the booms are ghostly remnants of the Seneca tribe of Native Americans still fighting for their land and freedom from beyond the grave and shaking our entire state along with it. The Seneca tribe, however, passed on oral traditions that the lake gun was actually the angry shouts of their god Manitou, Given that the Seneca tribe passed down stories about the booms in the 1600s and 1700s long before Europeans created their own legend, it seems that their story holds more validity. And according to a June 16, 2017 Mental Floss article called Are Skyquakes Real? Quote, No one has been able to fully explain why certain areas experience periodic skyquakes, but enough evidence exists to suggest that this is a real phenomena and that the residents of these areas aren't making up stories. The fact that there are words to describe this event in different languages lends further credibility. In Japan, they are called umanari, or the rumbling of the sea. In Dutch, they're called mispuffers, which is <laughs> well, cool. that's my favorite. It's M-I-S-T. It's like a sky fart. <laughs> it is like a sky fart. And uh, as an aside, whenever I was on my phone, my phone is autocorrect. Oh, Friends of it. mine know this. I would type in sky booms and it would change to Boob. sky boobs. Of course. <laughs> and I would get some really interesting pictures for sky boobs. That's great. But it's mist puffers. M-I-S-T-P-O-E-F-F-E-R-S. Okay. Mist puffers. puffers. And in parts of the United States, it's called the Seneca guns. So these are definitely a thing. They're heard all over the world. 
moving closer to the current time, we have the Taos ta- hum. <laughs> popcorn kernel. We have the Taos hum, which is a strange humming or buzzing sound that a percentage of Taos, New Mexico residents could hear, and it became really disruptive to their lives. The Taos hum is believed to have first been reported in the early 1990s. And that's not the only one. There's been several others, such as the Windsor hum or the Bristol hum in the UK. But the recent phenomena of mysterious sounds coming from the sky seems to have started sometime around 2011. Clintonville, Wisconsin actually had a period where these strange sky booms were heard. This timing was significant to a lot of people because of 2012. Oh, everybody the back, end of the everybody world. Everybody was convinced that the world was going to end in 2012 because the Mayan, of the Mayan calendar. calendar. Yeah. The Mayan calendar supposedly ended in 2012, and it was just a really weird apocalyptic time to live through. And it was. It was a bizarre time. I love the posts that have been on our Facebook page lately yeah. about, did the world actually end in 2012? That, that, that comes up kind of in the theories. I mean, that is one of the theories yeah. about this. Uh, there's a lot of people that do think that the world did end in, in We're 2012. We're in like a parallel A parallel universe, universe or a simulation. We'll get to that, though. Well, you just curted yourself. I did. I'm okay with curting myself. You know, a lot of people thought the world was going to end back then. Some think it did. But when you have this idea of the end of the world getting closer and then you start hearing weird sounds coming from the sky, it's kind of easy to put two and two together and start thinking the strange sounds and the end of the world are connected. So around 2011, people began slowly putting videos on YouTube where they recorded strange sounds that they were hearing, and it's pretty much continued nonstop since then. We're going to hear that. <laughs> he just rubbed his beard on the microphone, and I'm like, that's going to come through. <laughs> it probably Here. will. Yeah, we'll just leave it. Okay. You can edit it out if you want. That was Jim's beard. <laughs> there are a few different types of sounds. Sound number one is sky booms or sky quakes. According to a 2018 article on HowStuffWorks.com called What Are Sky Quakes? Quote, at approximately 1.45 p.m. on November 14, 2017, residents of 15 Alabama counties reportedly were shocked by a startlingly loud boom that caused a lot of them to call 911 operators in alarm. As the National Weather Service's Birmingham station tweeted not quite a couple of hours later, there wasn't any clear explanation for the noise. Radar scans and satellite imagery of the region didn't show any large fires or smoke from an explosion, and the U.S. Geological Survey didn't spot any signs of an earthquake in its seismic monitoring system. We don't have an answer. We can only hypothesize with you, tweeted the NWS. But Alabama isn't the only place where things have been booming lately. Skyquakes, as they're commonly called, recently have been heard all across the U.S. in states ranging from New Jersey to Idaho, as well as places as far away as India, where the seaside resort towns of Diga and Mandarmani were jolted in August by a boom so loud that it shattered hotel windows. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's, a, That's not subtle at no, all. No, that is not subtle. Are any of these on like YouTube or anything? I believe so. And you can edit this out, but we should listen to some of them so Jim knows what we're talking about as you get to them. Like if there's anything I can look up and play for him real quick. If you can get a, if you can get a signal. Well, I, I think I have a signal. Yeah, I have YouTube open. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the most, the ones that I think are, you're going to find are the trumpets. Okay. We'll, we'll look that up when we get to yeah. it. Yeah. There's probably Sky Booms one, but it's just like a boom, like a thunder boom that comes from out of nowhere when it's not raining. And Even like a sonic boom? Could it- That's what I thought of too. 
Are we we'll, going to get to that, we'll Kurt? We'll get to that. Oh, you just got Kurt <laughs> All right. I feel I legit now. I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but I think we have a new record for theories. Oh, like number of theories? 20 theories. <gasps> How many sub-theories do we have? I think, no, I didn't even go into sub-theories, oh, okay. but we do have 20 theories. Dang. Ranging from goofy to, I could see it. Okay. Yeah. So a sound, another sound, sound number two that people hear is the humming sound. There's the Taos hum, which is a strange humming or buzzing sound that a percentage of Taos, New Mexico residents could hear. And a January 2nd, 2018 article on Cosmos Magazine website called Five Sounds Science Can't Explain says, quote, A constant low-frequency sound has been plaguing people around the world since at least the 1960s from Canada to New Mexico, from Scotland to New Zealand. Most who hear it say that it sounds like a truck engine idling, and earplugs do not help block it out. Called the hum, it is so well documented that we even have some stats. It can only be heard by about 2% of the population. It is generally present indoors, and it becomes louder at night. It is heard more often in rural and suburban areas, and it tends to be heard by middle-aged people. I could see how that would get to you, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen interviews. I remember, like, I think uh, Unsolved Mysteries did an episode about this, and people said it's like literally driving them insane hearing this background hum And there's nothing you can do to get rid of it. No. They put in earplugs, nothing. I think it makes... Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I think it makes sense that you would hear it more in rural areas because you don't have city noises to cover it up. The middle-aged people thing is weird because there's that, I don't know if it was an app. It was like big years ago, but there was an app where you would play it and only certain people of a certain age would hear it. Really? Yeah, like teenagers wouldn't hear it. But like if you were in your 30s or 40s, you would hear this high-pitched sound. Huh. Almost like a dog whistle. Yeah. But, but young people couldn't hear it. Older people could. A middle-aged person whistle. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's what it was. <laughs> okay. Weird. According to an article on theconversation.com, quote, somebody said, in the spring of 2012, when I was living near the coastal village of Seychelles on British Columbia's picturesque Sunshine Coast, I began hearing a humming sound, which I thought were float planes. The noise usually started later at night, between 10 and 11 p.m. My first clue that something unusual was happening came with the realization that the sound never faded away, like plane noises typically do. And the slightest ambient noise, exhaling audibly, even turning my head quickly, caused it to momentarily stop, but just for one second. What? One night after the sound started, I stepped outside the house. Nothing. I was the only person in the house who could hear it. My family said they didn't know what I was talking about. When I searched on the internet for unusual low-frequency humming noises, I soon realized that others had conducted the same search. I was part of a small fraction of people who could hear what is called the, quote, worldwide hum, or simply the hum. The hum is experienced as a consistent low-pitched noise, much like the sound of a large truck idling in a nearby parking lot. It is said to cause symptoms that range from insomnia to headaches to dizziness, Disneyness. Disneyness. <laughs> you think I you're Mickey Mouse. Special. You think you're yeah. Mickey Mouse. That's a great movie. But, <laughs> but because its actual source is unknown, it is impossible to discern its effects accurately. I wonder if it's coming from like either the infrastructure under your house, like whether that's plumbing or if it's coming from electrical or... It's possible. I mean, we'll get more to that in theories, because obviously. But it, it, it makes Some people don't. Some people... There are videos where I think one of them actually was from Unsolved Mysteries where they went out with a camera crew 
and recorded and you can kind of hear, hear what they're talking about. It's interesting that this person said it started up at a certain time at night though. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas other people seem to hear it all the time. Yep. I think it's really weird that it stopped when you like changed Turned your head. head. Yeah, that yeah. that was one of the weirder things. Yeah. You know, I don't is, like, it, is it is it something head? is it I, that's what I'm wondering is Ooh, it something yeah. that's like you're that's conducting creepy. a sound somehow and you're it's being transmitted you know like I talked about this like on here before that I I regret not buying that the sucker that I saw at Walmart it was like 15 bucks and it was a lollipop on like a plastic it was it looked weird it was an actual like lollipop on a plastic thing that had a battery in it oh and when you it also had like a plastic thing you could screw on when you sucked down the lollipop but the thing was when you put it in your mouth and bit on it you would hear radio stations oh hell no it was like a radio tuner and you would hear like radio it. stations in your head because <gasps> it would vibrate so you would be biting on this thing but you would be the only person that would hear this radio station because you you were holding it with your teeth and it was vibrating at that level it's so messed up i wish i would have bought it cuz i think that's kind of cool but it's like people that had fill- head, like people that had fillings back in the day yeah. that would get radio stations. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You know, so this could be something like something that. along those lines. Uh, sound number three, and this is a very well-known one in the recent decade or two, is trumpets. Uh, do you, if you want to play a yeah, a, I'm going to find one. It reminds me of movies like um, Red War State? of the Worlds. Oh, that that come that came up a okay. lot in that, but. Chris is going to play a sound of the trumpet. We'll see, Look for Kiev, because Kiev, oh. like trumpet sound Kiev. Hold on. Seems like a subway going by or something. It, that's what it sounds like. Or a horn in the, di- but, like a train You know, horn some people call it a trumpet. Some people call it a scraping noise. Some people call it a groaning noise. Yeah. So. Like it sounds like heavy machinery grinding. Yes. You, yeah. It's and, weird. But there's some that do, that does sound more a like a trumpet. Yeah. So this phenomenon has been described as the long, prolonged blare of a trumpet or a groaning, scraping metallic sound. One of the first videos taken featuring the sound was shot in Kiev. I'll post a video in The Strangers. It's still happening. From a February 13th, 2020 article in the Anchorage Daily News, quote, around 5 a.m. Monday, a loud sound moved throughout parts. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, around 5 a.m. Monday, a loud sound moved through parts of Anchorage. It came in bursts, getting louder, then evaporating. It was heard from Midtown to West Anchorage, from Spenard to the old Seward Highway. Some heard it once, others repeatedly heard it for hours. People miles apart reported the tone abruptly waking them up. It's almost like a foghorn or screeching metal on metal, said Jamie James, weird, (laughs) who heard the sound as she was getting ready for work in her home near Lake Spenard. Every time I tell someone about it, I say it sounds like a submarine scraping the bottom of a pool or something, says Melissa Thompson, who went outside to record the sound. I would say it sounded like underwater moaning, said Stephanie Quinn Davidson, who lives near Ted Stevens Anchorage International Airport and has heard the sound multiple times over the years. It's eerie, described by some on social media as symphonic. It's also sporadic, ramping up for about 20 seconds and then disappearing. For every explanation floated on social media, there's a counter-argument. Reports of the noise come in the summer when plows aren't operating. Some reports are miles from the airport, casting doubt on the claim that graders breaking up ice on the airport runways could make such a loud noise. One of the most popular theories has an unusual name, quote, trumpets from the sky. A noise similar to what's being heard around Anchorage has been recorded around the world. People subscribing to this theory 
tend to believe that the phenomenon happening in Anchorage is related to the noises noises elsewhere, but there isn't a consensus on what exactly that phenomenon is. What's weird, though, is that these sounds, the trumpet sounds, kind of started around 2010 or 2011 and mm. weren't really heard before that time. And that is what really tied this in with the apocalypse yeah. with, you know, 2012 with the world ending. When did the whole Hadron Collider thing start? I believe that was... I try to think of stuff like that. When did that happen? You I want to say 2008. Okay. Somewhere... Like they started actually using it? My phone changed Hadron to a different term that's not, <laughs> that is not, oh. had, that is not Hadron. <laughs> <laughs> you got a perverted phone. It's telling me the it definition. It's telling, me the definition well. of, it's telling me the definition of what I type. What it, <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> I don't get a signal here. Type, type. Hadron. 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 Great. H-A-D-R-O-N. I'm going to be traumatized after this. <laughs> I just, I think of, okay, always, what kind always, of interesting technology has been that developed That always reminds me of my time. dad. I think I talked about this on here, that he was a driller for the Corps of Engineers. Yep, 2008. Right, 2008. He was a driller for the Corps of Engineers. Supposedly, there's still some debate on the, what exactly he did. You right, know, Corey is actually trying to do a Freedom of Information Act to Ooh, find out what it. he was into. That'd be so interesting. But he told me that one day. He said, man, he said, one of our parts on our machine broke at work, so I had to do a Google search for steel penetrating rods. <laughs> he said, don't ever do an image search for steel penetrating rods on Google. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, okay, 2008. 2008. So this would kind of fit in with yeah. the Large Hadron it Collider. It started up on, in 2008, yeah. though. So you would, well, you never know how long it takes for effects from something weird like that, you know. Maybe that's what caused the world to end. That's one of the theories, no, and it caused the Mandela effect. Black hole. Do you know what the Large Hadron Collider is? Yes. Okay. It was on the news. I mean, a lot it, of people don't. I know. Well, now do you want to explain what it is in case anyone listening I doesn't know? I don't really know, know a good way to describe uh, it. They were just I don't spin, you know trying whizzing, to make a black hole. Correct? Yeah, trying to make trying to like kind of create a black hole. Mm -hmm. But they were like, in no, like super, super, super yeah. mini form, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's but not destroy the universe. That is around the time the Mandela effect supposedly started. That's mm -hmm. around the time that the sky trumpets started. Not saying it's connected, but not not saying it's connected. Mm -hmm. You know what wink, I mean? Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Just saying. <laughs> and uh, sound type number four is just miscellaneous sounds. There's been a lot of like miscellaneous sounds, but it's just hard because some people lump the trumpets in with that and everybody describes them differently like the groaning some people yeah. say it's a metallic scraping but there's just other miscellaneous sounds uh in april of this year people in the slovakian capital city <laughs> that wasn't a sky sound that was bigfoot you probably didn't hear that it was too far in april me. of this year people in the slovakian capital city of bratislava heard a sound coming from the sky that they described as quote darth vader breathing oh that would be weird which is creepy <laughs> yeah I'm imagining that coming from the sky and thinking, oh, good Lord, yeah. take cover. Yep. Uh, the website strangesounds.org is a great place to see videos or hear news of the most recent unexplained sounds. Okay. So that's really that what I have thing. for the strange sounds. Now we get to theories. Which is good. The whole second half of the episode is going to be theories. 20 apparently. theories. Wow. Okay. I'm ready. Theory number one, the apocalypse or the second coming of Jesus. Hmm. So the Bible must speak There's of this. There's a lot of stuff in the Bible about trumpets and the end of the world. Uh, Matthew 24, 31 says, quote, Jesus said, he shall send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet, 
And they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. 1 Corinthians 15.52 says, In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, mm-hmm. which is no, that's, significant that's, because yeah, of... interesting. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Revelation 8 says, I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets, and the seven angels which had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. That's such a common imagery, yeah. the angels with yeah, the Yeah, with the trumpets. But you could see how that gets tied in with the trumpet sound coming from the sky, especially yeah. when you think the world is going to end. Well, is this like a slow buildup then? Because it's been going on That's for a exactly while. That's exactly right. <laughs> like, if get Jesus, your stuff if together. If Jesus is coming back, he's taking his time. <laughs> he sure is. According to some Christian beliefs, biblical prophecy says that Jesus will come back, and in the rapture, multitudes of people will be ascended into heaven. Hmm. Then there will be a seven-year period known as the tribulation, where it will basically be crazy here on earth with religious wars and plagues and whatnot, which sounds... Maybe mm-hmm. we're in that right now. Yeah, just, that, right. that is one of the theories. I, that if people, I were Jesus, I'd stay away too. People believe that we're possibly in that right mm-hmm. now. After which Jesus will come back again for the last days and the trumpets will sound. According to the religious website, gotquestions.org. <laughs> I'm imagining the trumpet sounds, Jesus pokes his head and he's like, no, I'm not. He's like, yeah, you guys are on I'll your own. I'll try again You guys year. are on your own. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> According to the religious website, gotquestions.org, quote, those who look for a harbinger of the end times often refer to the sky trumpets as trumpets of the apocalypse. However, we know that these sounds, whatever they are, are not the last trumpet mentioned in 1 Corinthians 15.52 because the rapture has not yet occurred. We also know that the sounds cannot be the seven trumpets of Revelation because the tribulation is not yet upon us, hmm. whether it is now. So the rapture is the whole thing where people believe... That if you're a Christian and you you'll, believe in God, you're literally gonna evaporate. Your yeah. clothes, yep. your clothes yeah. are literally There's gonna been be TV lying shows, on the ground. I think, based around that, because you have ascended out of your clothes and like up to heaven. Like people's shoes and shirts and pants are gonna be laying everywhere because they they just gone ascended up to heaven. immediately ascended to heaven. Yeah, but then Naked. people people yeah people who aren't <laughs> so cool get left behind. And that's right. when that's us. That's, <laughs> That's when uh, the tri- <laughs> you know, like, tribulations will happen. We'll be in that reality of it, Armageddon show. It's after. just weird that they said uh, the tribulation will involve a plague. But, you know, the thing is that the world was supposed to end back on December 21st, 2012, according to the Mayan calendar. So people messed around with the numbers that said that date was wrong, that it was actually going to end on June 21st, 2020. And that's what the trumpet sounds were about. But we're still here. Mm-hmm. Although some or question whether we? or not the world is ending. But that's the thing is that this was hyped up so much to be the second coming of Jesus and Armageddon, and it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And this, the trumpet sounds are still happening. Yeah. So like we said, either he's taking his sweet time or it's something else. I vote something else. Theory number two, <laughs> of course. Bigfoot? No Bigfoot. Bigfoot did not show uh, up on this. Maybe it's his mating it call. Maybe it's UFOs. And some people believe that it is caused by a new species of aliens visiting us. I would think it's more likely their crafts are making some kind of Yeah, well, that's noise. what they mean is that it is the okay. alien crafts. Not that go them like the hanging atmosphere. out their windows and yelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Giving us a shout out on their flyby. <laughs> What's up, Earthling? But I, I, I couldn't really find a lot about this. It's just that people say that's one of the causes, but they don't really say why that's one of I don't think that there's been like a huge increase in people seeing UFOs when they're hearing the trumpet sounds. Right. You know, so well, I don't know. 
And this is what reminds me of War of the Worlds. It was just on HBO a couple of weeks. But that's the what Tom a lot of Cruise people, version. a lot of people tie this in with the sound yeah. that they made in War of the Worlds. Yeah, they make that weird like yeah, bl- like trumpet a groaning, blast like a trumpet and, groaning yeah, it's really strange. But it was the the crafts that were making the noise. I could see like when we talked about sonic boom, like yeah. an alien craft moving so fast that it yeah. you know the, makes a boom, but right. not necessarily the trumpet sound. No, but I, if, that, the if they have some sounds. propulsion system. That sounds like that. <laughs> sounds like a trumpet. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Maybe they're beeping. Maybe it's their horn. Their... <laughs> Get out of my way. They're honking the horn on their know. way through. I, mean, I don't know. But oh. that, that was one of the theories thrown out there is that UFOs, but there wasn't really a lot of stuff backing that up. But you You'd always think that would be a more popular... You would think so, but I, I, the think there's no way that, I think there's no way anybody... You can't really prove that or tie that into anything well because it's such a variety of sounds people are hearing you know some people say that there's been more ufo sightings but i think people are thinking that because there's been more like i don't want to say they're coming forward but they had the stuff with right the the military with the military and the ufos so people are kind of tying that in saying that that's proof that aliens are visiting us more now or something but i think they always couldn't find a lot about that but it's just like no aliens are doing it you know so that's just one of those things (laughs) okay theory number three Humanity being moved to a simulation. We're not going to delve into this too much right now because I do plan on having another episode about the Mandela effect and reality and CERN in the near future. But there are people who believe that we are currently living in a computer simulation or have been living in a computer simulation since 2012 when the world really did end. You know, I've said it on here. I I totally buy the computer simulation theory that we are living in a simulation, that maybe we're a program that... It's very glitchy. <laughs> well, that's the thing this year. Right. The IT needs to look at this. There's this definitely year a sucks. virus going on. Yeah, there is something well, going on. But there are people virus, that legitimately but... think that. Sometimes I can totally see that. I can see the argument that we are living in a well, simulation. Well, we wouldn't know. No, we wouldn't know. Wreck it, 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 would, it, yeah. would seem, it would seem like real life to us. Mm-hmm. So some people believe these trumpet sounds were caused by the simulation being switched on or put into place for us to be transferred to because this happened... So that's what the sounds are. Yes, that it's the rig- the trumpet sounds with the simulation being switched on. Is it like a fax machine? Apparently, <laughs> apparently that's the sound it makes. Huh. So the people believe that the current sounds and other strangeness are being caused by glitches in the simulation, hmm. and people say that's what the Mandela effect is: is that we are in a simulation that is glitching, and because when the I don't understand how this works because then who's running the simulation? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but people believe that that was the trumpet sound was a simulation being turned on or tuned in order to move all of us to this simulation. The Illuminati. That would be Joe's answer. And now, <laughs> we tried to get him on today, but he wasn't. Available. I think I think I do mention the Illuminati in one of these coming up okay. actually. But people believe that's what the sound was, was the simulation being switched on. Huh. What? What were you going to say? Gonna say? We'll get to that. <laughs> See, he's learning. He's learning real fast. Oh, great. <laughs> this is going to be his new thing yep. at home now. So we'll I can that. see that just because like the start of these trumpet sounds ties so much in with the start of all this, you know, like... like The timing is interesting. Yeah, yeah that's it is. very interesting, but it kind of freaks me out totally. Like simulation sh- stuff. Yeah. Ooh, he almost is, swore. Good yeah. save. mind the strangelings that are listening so that is one of them humanity being moved to the simulation yeah i think that's why i don't like the simulation theory because it freaks me out like i don't like the idea that it just doesn't make sense like then who's running the simulation theory say all of humanity was moved did we you know i find it hard to believe that the government did it when they can't even you know barely do anything right much less get a simulation going that they can move us to is it aliens is it god i don't know 
Theory number four, it is a mind control device. Hmm. According to an April 10th, 2016 article in the New Republic called A Maddening Sound, it says, quote, In 2009, the first episode of the reality show Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Ventura hmm. offered a theory of the hum possibly stemming from a government mind control device. And in a 1998 X-Files episode, the hum or something very much like it caused, <laughs> caused spontaneous head explosions. <laughs> <laughs> Spontaneous head explosions. Spontaneous head explosions. Okay. On a Facebook page for hum sufferers, one... one, Is is there a treatment for that? I don't know. They make a cream for that, It'll be like a commercial for some (laughs) medication you can take. Is it moderate to severe? Moderate to severe hum suffering. Uh (laughs) On a Facebook page for hum sufferers, one, oh boy. One rambling post describes how, quote, advanced satellite technology is being used as, quote, a brutal torture instrument by transmitting sounds, voices, and images directly into the brain, creating numerous pains and sensations throughout the body and significantly altering energy level and emotional states. I love that it's described as a rambling, rambling. post. <laughs> so you know, you know they're, they're really a little biased accurate. with this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the post goes on to name several people who have been targeted by this technology, including Miriam Carey, the dental hygienist who drove through through a White House checkpoint in 2013, setting off a high-speed chase that led to her death, and Aaron Alexis, the civilian contractor who on September 16, 2013, entered the Washington, D.C. Navy Yard and killed 12 people before dying in a firefight with police. I do remember that. Alexis has become, for some, proof positive that the hum is not merely an annoyance, but a massive government conspiracy. In a message later recovered by authorities from his computer, Alexis wrote that, quote, Ultra-low-frequency attack is what I've been subjected to for the last three months. And to be perfectly honest, it's what's driven me to this. It reminds me of gang-stalking. Oh, it's very much like Mm gang-stalking. You know, but in gang-stalking, only the person that's being gang-stalked should hear this sound, this directed energy sound. But here, it's basically everybody. Hmm. You know, so I don't know. But there are people that believe it is a mind-control device. Theory number five, it's distant aliens answering the Arecibo message. The Arecibo message is a 1974 interstellar radio message carrying basic information about humanity and Earth that was sent to the globular star cluster M13, which is 25,000 light years away from Earth. It was meant as a demonstration of human technological achievement rather than a real attempt to enter into a conversation with aliens. It was basically a binary grid with dots that were either on or off, and the ones that were on made a crude for current time image that included a figure of a human, a graphic of the solar system, a graphic of our DNA, and a graphic of the radio telescope. Some people believe that these sounds are an alien civilization responding to the message, but I don't know. Hmm. You know, I I mean, I get, I get, I get the theory. Mm-hmm. So they're on their planet beaming back something to us. And we just maybe can't decode what they're beaming back. It reminds me of like you, Jim said before, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah. Did you say that? Yeah. How they yeah. communicated through music. Music. It's very possible, and maybe the, what they're sending back, we're supposed to decode, but we. It's like thousands of year old, years old. <laughs> because it, it I takes mean, it could. That long I mean, it's, it's amazing. Like old TV shows that we broadcast back in the sixties and. 70s is just getting out now mm-hmm. to places like that so they might be like seeing three's company on some <laughs> distant planet or something like that you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> theory number six and this is kind of a big one and this pops up a lot is fish mating 
What? Fish mating. Okay. According to an October 24th, 2013 article in The Independent, quote, a mysterious hum has been keeping people in Hampshire awake all night, and scientists have said that there could be something fishy about it. This noise pulsates through homes, forcing some residents of Hythe near Southampton to evacuate the area just to get a decent night's sleep. People have complained to their local council, and the blame has been put on everything from heavy industry to the large cargo ships coming in at Southampton docks. Some residents have even gone to the doctor thinking they had tinnitus. Scientists now think that the noise is being caused by fish competing to outhum one another as part of an unusual mating ritual. Male midshipman fish let out a deep resonating drone which attracts females and acts as a challenge to other males. They are nocturnal creatures, but once they get going, they can keep up the distracting hum all night. Unfortunately for the residents of Hythe, the noise created by the midshipman is of such a low frequency and long wavelength that it can carry through the ground, the walls, and into homes. Wow. And it's not just England. According to a 2012 Huffington Post article, quote, researchers at the University of Washington's marine biology program have developed their own theory. They believe that the midshipman fish, a species found in the Pacific Northwest, could be the cause of the hum people are hearing in Seattle. Part of the fish's mating call involves a long extended hum. That hum produced by male midshipman fish attempting to lure a mate can cast for hours as males attempt to out-hum potential rivals. Scientists believe that the hum from the fish may be reverberating reverberating off the hulls of boats and buildings, which it can amplify for miles around. Well, so and that's sound very carries possible. through and over water really well too. Yeah. So But that could be that explains why it might be at night is because the fish are nocturnal and that's when they start doing this hum. Huh. mating thing so the new isn't there one in new mexico though i don't think that's yeah, known for having a lot <laughs> exactly. of water that's, <laughs> so. that's why it could, this could explain some of it some some, of it, right. yeah i mean that sounds highly logical and scientific so uh-huh. i mean it does for that location but that that's one that pops up a lot when you look at theories is fish mating trying to get themselves a fish girlfriend <laughs> theory number seven waves in the air in 2004 geoscientist david deming wrote a paper on the hum being a hum hearer himself, he was fascinated with the subject. Deming looked into the history of the hum, saying that it was first documented in the late 1960s around Bristol, England, then appearing in the United States around the late 1980s in Taos, New Mexico. Deming looked into the theories about the hum, including phone signals, mass hysteria, and harp, finally stating that he thought the hum was being caused by VLF or very low-frequency waves. According to an article on theconversation.com, quote, Deming eventually fingered very low-frequency radio waves between 3 kHz and 30 kHz as the most likely culprit. The world's military powers use massive land-based and airborne transmitters on these frequencies in order to communicate with submerged submarines around the world. Mm. Radio waves at these frequencies can penetrate up to a solid inch of aluminum. I know I said this on here before, but I, I'm always bothered by the amount of waves that uh-huh. are in the air. Yep. You know, when I think back to the 70s, you had what? You had TV waves. I mean, phone phones were, Hand, yeah. you know, like electric. Ground. There, there weren't phone waves in the air. <laughs> Landline, geez. Yeah. You, it took me a while to you. get to that. <laughs> think of the word either. <laughs> but, you know, you, had, you really only had TV signals. Radio waves. Radio waves. No microwaves, really. CBs. Yet. Yeah, right. yet. You know, you had your CBs. Good buddy. 10-4. 10-4, good buddy. Catch on flip-flop. We going by. Keep your wheels <laughs> out of the ditches and smoke you out of your britches. Alrighty then. I got <laughs> nothing. <laughs> just got nothing. I didn't watch Smokey but now, abandoned, like, the, the amount of waves in the air is just kind of crazy. The cell phones Microwaves. And you'd have, 5G you'd have, and you'd have 5G all that stuff that happening. people are thinking might cause COVID. You're right. You yeah. know, so there's just, 
so many signals in the air that some of it could be caused by this. But we do use very low frequency waves to converse with submarines, so I could see that being one of these hum causes. Hum. Yep. Yeah, going through an inch of yeah, aluminum, aluminum. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. Uh, theory number eight, harp. We had a whole mm-hmm. episode on harp. They're trying to stop us. Harp, <laughs> so, <laughs> harp is the high-frequency active auroral research program, which was a research program that analyzed the ionosphere with the hope to develop enhancement technologies for radio communication and surveillance. We had a whole episode about this. Some people think that it's being used to control the weather or used mm-hmm. for mind control. And there is some sketchy stuff with harp, but harp really isn't supposedly active anymore. So you know, does that uh-huh. tie into your mind control earlier? Or is it that... could, because people if people believe that harp is being used for mind control, people think that harp might be what is causing these sounds from the sky. Hmm. That might be one of the devices that is causing this. All over the world? That's the thing, is that harp is kind of stationed in Alaska. But if you have satellites... But I mean... it could. Yeah. We talked in the episode about how it could beam to specific parts of the world. Right. But I just don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't buy the harp one. I just don't. I don't think harp is being used to control the weather, and I don't think it's being used for mind control. I'd like to know, the, you know pr- some what's of the, the purpose. Like, some of the what stuff with the mind be? control episode, like, like, like that advertisement mm-hmm. that yeah, was on a billboard in the sky, but it was shooting a direct wave, a direct like, laser beam to Into the ground their... that when your skull crossed that, you would hear like somebody right. was whispering in your ear. That's freaky. That is freaky, you know. So it reminds I mean, I, me of your lollipop that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it kind of is. It, it's like directly messaging internal yeah. commercials. Yep. Blech. But some people think that I harp, know it gives you the heebie-jeebies. Some people it? think that harp is doing that, and that this is a sound of harp operating. It's an invasion of privacy. Theory number nine is Project Blue Beam. Ooh. This is an interesting one that I was actually going to do a mini mystery on a couple seasons ago, but I postponed it. I didn't. Project Bluebeam is kind of hard to get a grasp on. According to the theory, NASA and the Illuminati, or the New World Order, or the Freemasons, or whoever, are working together to establish a global religion to go along with the one world government they are working on, and their goal is to have the Antichrist as the head of their one world religion. They will accomplish this by using technology to beam holographic images into the sky, like that of religious figures or of an alien attack, to frighten the people of the world into accepting the one world government and the one world religion. Who's the Antichrist? I don't know. Okay. They haven't selected that they person picked it yet? yet, I guess. <laughs> okay. Is, there they will a, also be is using, he going to run for <laughs> office? Is that a vote? They, right. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> they will also be using VLF waves to beam messages directly into people's heads as if they were coming from God himself. But that's Project Bluebeam. They think that the government is going to use this holographic technology to make a pretend alien mm. attack that will scare everybody so much. It was actually, this might be a spoiler if you haven't read it or seen it, but the Watchmen comic book series and the Watchmen movie kind of does this. Like one of the superheroes is like the world's smartest man, and he ends up like killing a ton of the population with an, an attack that he orchestrates in order to get everybody together. Hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That he wants to, to, to unite the world against this thing. So that's kind of what he does, and that's kind of what this Project Bluebeam is, hmm. is that it's faking this thing that's going to scare everybody so much that they're going to accept the one-world government that the Illuminati wants. 
It's just a little elaborate and yeah. far-fetched for yeah. me. but it's, it's, it's very elaborate and far-fetched. That's kind of why I think I put it off, because there's really not, you know, much about it. Here's your little mini mystery right now. There. You did it. <laughs> the Illuminati? I don't... I, no, this, not Illuminati. This blue thing that you're talking about. Project Bluebeam? Yeah. Blue that's the Illuminati is running that, that they're doing that. No, I'm and saying you were going to do it as a mini mystery, but you decided not to. Oh, yeah. So you just that that was the mini mystery. That, that was, was a mini. Right there. That was a very mini, mini, mini mystery. mystery. I just don't buy it. I, you know. No. But people hate the the Illuminati and the New World Order with this thought of a one world government. But I just never kind of thought that was a bad idea. Depends on what their but if they, you know I don't necessarily want, I don't necessarily don't want the Antichrist heading it. But that's that's where that's where all this stuff gets involved too with that the Antichrist is supposedly going to chip everybody so everybody's going to carry oh, the mark of the beast, you know, like a chip. And then now they're talking about implanting chips in people's brains. So I don't know. But that's Project Bluebeam. All right. Theory number 10, top secret aircraft. Gaia.com says that one theory that has become popular among those who hear the loud booms firsthand and those who've been following the hundreds of reports made about the sounds is that the noise are caused by unidentified aircraft breaking the sound barrier over residential areas. Totally buy that one. But the jury is out whether these are from top-secret government aircraft or spaceships. In either case, this might explain why governmental agencies are unwilling to provide a straight answer. Mm -hmm. If it's a a top-secret experimental craft, they're not going to tell you. If it's an alien craft, they're not going to tell you. you. (laughs) According to Linda Moulton Howe's site, Earth Files, quote, an anonymous government employee in Colorado said, I heard what sounded like a military-powered jet engine at full power for about five seconds that would abruptly stop. This noise would start again every five seconds and then stop again five seconds, continuing like this for a couple minutes. Even weirder, a scientist in San Diego who heard jet noises in the sky when nothing was there said, quote, I took my high-power laser pointer and shot it up in the direction of the unexplained loud jet sound. On two separate occasions, I saw the beam interrupted momentarily. It seems to me that there is a real physical object moving through the air there that is simply not visible. You know so what, if though? So if they're working with, like, camouflaging, you know, with, right, with cloaking. Techno- cloaking technology. Yeah. I think it's actually kind of common, though, to hear the sound of a jet to look up. Oh yeah, and watch there's for nothing it, there. Watch for it, watch for it, never see yeah. it, and be like, oh, must have been further, you know, yeah. or above the clouds yep. or whatever. So I don't know. That's. But I I get it if they're working with cloaking technology, but I don't think they can just cloak something so it's invisible, completely invisible. You can We've make talked about this in previous invisible episodes. Invisible to radar. Yeah. Yeah. I know you can do that, but vis- invisible to the naked eye. Yeah, I know they're, they're working they're, on they're that. They're working stuff. on that with cameras that are or yeah. like, with screens that are projecting what is on the other side of the ship so when you're looking at it you're seeing through it through it but i i I do buy the top secret aircraft you know yeah totally. there's the old thing that whatever we think is the newest technology we're actually 10 years more advanced than what we think than what we think we are what we're aware of as that we're aware of so i I totally could buy that one imagine the first people that saw the stealth bomber oh yeah right yeah i remember seeing like thinking like pictures of it and videos of it and being amazed and mm-hmm. now you look at it and it's like eh. yeah. look at that old yeah, that's thing old school, that old piece, piece of, of junk, junk. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean it's very possible that that's what this is and maybe these things were just developed around 2010 2011 and that's when these sounds like the hum started it could be caused by these top secret aircraft i'm going with that one okay you still got a couple more you don't want to hear the remaining 10 or mm-hmm. 9 or no, 11 or whatever now we're now we're getting more into natural stuff okay we, we started with the weird stuff the weird stuff so you're getting more plausible as i'm getting go. more plausible okay theory number 11 earthquakes 
According to the government's U.S. Geological Survey website, quote, booms have been reported for a long time and they tend to occur more in the northeastern U.S. and along the east coast. Of course, most booms that people here experience are actually some type of, some type of cultural noise, such as some type of an explosion, a large vehicle going by, or sometimes a sonic boom. But there have been many reports of booms that cannot be explained by man-made sources. No one knows for sure, but scientists speculate that these booms might be small, shallow earthquakes that are too small to be recorded, but large enough to be felt by people nearby. But also, according to an article on the Gaia.com website, quote, Robert Hatcher, Ph.D., University of Tennessee's Distinguished Professor of Geology, came to the fore and told WVLT News that the earthquake idea was nonsense. He said, quote, usually a rumble. People who have been in earthquakes describe the noise as a train that comes in. It's a rumble that comes in. That's the earthquake's way of coming through the earth. And you hear a rumble. There's not a boom or something like that. Mm-hmm. So do people feel shaking? And, you know, is it always people that from what I've read, people that hear the boom and stuff don't necessarily feel shaking. Right. You know, you know I could see if a low grade earthquake came through enough and it was strong enough to like, um, blow a transformer or something you'd be hearing pops and booms in that situation but i i still think you would feel rumbling like i've never been in an earthquake so i don't know if you hear a boom or or just feel the rumbling i don't know yeah i've never heard of booms unless like infrastructure is going down and exploding or whatever so i guess i could kind of see earthquakes but that doesn't i think it could be for a really small percentage of these but i don't i don't know but that's what they think is that it's a small shallow earthquake Hmm. don't know Theory number 12, and this is one that comes up a lot of times, is fracking. Mm, Right. Fracking, which is short for hydraulic fracturing, is a process where water, chemicals, and sand are injected underground at super high pressures to crack open rock layers, releasing the oil or gas trapped inside. I thought it was a newer thing, but it was actually used as far back as 1949 by Halliburton. Oh, wow, yeah. I, I know. Didn't I didn't know. know I didn't realize it was Isn't that it kind old. Of controversial, too? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In the mid two. <laughs> In the mid-2000s, U.S. companies figured out how to combine fracking with horizontal drilling in order to get the oil and gas out at a reasonable price. Mm. According to an article on Vox.com called Fracking Explained, it says, quote, Once a well is fracked, there are thousands of gallons of wastewater left over. Companies often dispose of that chemical-laced water by pumping it into separate underground injection wells. As the water pressure builds up in those wells, it can shift rocks around. If those rocks lie near a geologic fault, it could trigger a tremor. Fracking can also cause low booms or high-pitched whines. Oh. So that kind of... Explains a lot of the phenomenon. That kind of explain a lot of it. Mm. But fracking is really controversial. I I didn't look too much into why it's controversial, but I I believe it's done up in northern Wisconsin quite a bit. Is it really? I think so. I did work for a lady that says she could hear fracking. Really? Yeah. What, and I thought it was weird because, you know. Was she the weird one, yeah, though? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know who he's talking yeah. about because she's a little strange. Yeah. But, and. I feel confident that she's not listening. <laughs> at that, yeah. At that time, I didn't even know what it was. So I had to look into it. And, it it's uh, interesting. Yeah. You know. I didn't know that Wisconsin was like an oil. I don't know if they're, it might be for gas. I just remember oh. years ago hearing stories from northern Wisconsin or maybe the upper peninsula of Michigan. Mm-hmm about fracking and that people were opposed to it. Okay. You know, it's just another cheap way to get oil and gas out. Well, it's that wastewater that's yeah. probably the yeah. controversial part. Yeah, and if you're pumping part, that into the ground. Is and, that leaking into water sources? Yeah. Yep. and Going to your aquifers. And, yep. Right. Yeah. Are they doing that in Flint, Michigan? 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing there. <laughs> uh, theory number 13, the result of solar plasma interacting with the Earth's magnetic field. Shock waves caused by coronal mass ejections from the sun smashing into the Earth's magnetic field. Uh, coronal mass ejections, or CMEs, often generate shock waves similar to what happens when an aircraft breaks the sound barrier in Earth's atmosphere. The solar winds equivalent of a sonic boom can accelerate protons up to millions of miles per minute, Jeez. as much as 40% of the speed of light. Wow. These plasma bursts are hitting our magnetic field and causing the booms or trumpet-like sounds. Hmm. Which, Another plausible But why did that just start happening right. in 2012, yeah. like around 2012? So that kind of... Yeah, the, that, if it's, yeah. I mean, I could see the booms because the booms have been there forever, basically, like the mm -hmm. weird booms, and I could see that. But basically what, what the articles were saying is that it's the, the uh, plasma bursts are like scraping against our magnetic field. Okay. Which is disturbing. Mm -hmm. But also <laughs> disturbing is number 14, which is a shift in the Earth's north magnetic pole. Oh, yeah. Which you keep hearing about this. Yeah. And I never really looked much into this. And the thing is, we are well overdue for a polar flip, for a magnetic, for a magnetic flip. We don't know why it hasn't happened yet. When it's happening, we could end up with eight poles instead of two. These fields would disrupt each other, causing the magnetic field to weaken. The magnetic field around the Earth would be at 10% of the strength it is at now. So what would, which is what would that good. mean? What would happen? We would be hit by more radiation from oh. space. Cancer would skyrocket. Electrical grids would go down. Flights wouldn't be safe anymore. And animal migration patterns would be completely destroyed. So not good. Wow. Definitely not good. I just saw in the news that uh, the moon has more radiation than they thought it did. Oh, I believe it. Hmm. So I believe it. That's one. You know, I'm not one of those people that don't think we landed on the moon because I do think we landed on the moon. But it is really puzzling how we safely landed on the moon mm -hmm. through all the radiation. Mm -hmm. And why did we only do it once? We did it more than once. We landed on the moon a couple times. Did we? I thought we did. I don't think so. I thought it was I just think we ones. only went the one time, and that's what's kind of suspicious to a lot of people is we did it. Why well, have it we came, never it tried it It came up in again? our episode, too, that there were aliens on the moon that warned us off of it. Oh, you know, that was, that's probably why. See, that's one that... I don't know if you'd want to be here for one like that <laughs> when we talk about really weird stuff. So you came for a really good one. Yeah. This one's actually... You know, this isn't like Captain Coochie's Key Lime Pie or... I think you'd like that one, though, because it's like a weird internet mystery. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. Like, I... Space stuff weirds me out. Me too. It's just so unknown. It's such an unexplored thing for us as humans. You know, and then I was reading stuff about the astronauts hearing what they thought was music, and it was really like the radiation they were going through. Oh. So, yeah, I don't want to do that. But yeah, I mean, if the if that if the pole, sh some people say that it won't do anything. Some people say that it's going to basically be the end of the world if the poles. But they think that could have been what killed off the dinosaurs. Yeah, but end of the world, how? Are we all going to spontaneously combust? Like, explain that to me. No. Is that, gravity going to go away and we're all going to go that, floating that's off That's a weird fear that I have is sometimes it's like, what would happen if something like that happened? Yeah. If all of a sudden we just stopped? I don't you know. know. The world stopped spinning. Bless you. Or Bless something you. like that. It would be, yeah. I mean, like, why? It just amazes me sometimes we're still here. Right. All the things that could happen. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, okay, back to the magnetic pole. If animal, animal migration patterns would be completely destroyed. It happens every 300,000 years, and it's been over 700,000 years since the poles switched. Mm. 
There are some scientists who think we are actually in the beginning of one right now, but other scientists disagree. But they think that the sounds could be the start of the poles flipping. Hmm. Like the earth is groaning. <laughs> yeah, basically. Hmm. You know, and if it goes from two poles like to if it goes from two poles to eight, you're gonna have all these weird magnetic you know, yeah. like how you have weather patterns when you have, north, really when you have magnets like I'm making that. a really, I'm making a really weird Stop hand motion, that. a really weird hand motion. But I'm saying like, imagine I'm holding magnets and right. you're, and you're like pushing yeah. together and they want to like pull apart. So it's going to be, hmm. it's going to be bad. Theory number 15, sonic booms. We've talked about this. Sonic boom is a sound associated with the shock waves created whenever an object travels through the air faster than the speed of sound. It's basically a thunder like sound. I've mm-hmm. heard a couple of them in my I life. I think I've heard at least one. In August of this young. year, when the SpaceX rocket went up, Central Florida heard a series of sonic booms. So is that Elon Musk? Yeah, I think that's Elon Musk. SpaceX is like the private corporation that's sending up rockets. But isn't doesn't he own it I or think something? So. Okay. I think so. And meteors shooting through the sky can cause sonic booms. He believes we're in a computer simulation. He does. Mm-hmm. Well, he sees how we could be. Yeah, I went, yeah good clarification. That's how I am, too. I see how we could be, but he I don't know if I necessarily... A uh, meteor shooting through the sky can cause sonic booms, and since it takes a little time for the sound to get to us, there mm. might be no sign of a meteor in the sky mm. when we hear the sound. That makes sense. So, sonic- I mean, think of when you see an explosion in the distance, and then the the yeah. wave comes yes. towards you. It's the same kind yeah. of concept. I mean, but sonic booms are different than a trumpet sounds, like the scraping metal right. or the hum. Yeah. But the sonic booms could be the, the I feel sky like the quakes. booms can be explained by a lot of yes. different things, oh, but yeah. the trumpets are a little bit more... Yep. It's a head scratcher. A yes. Thank you for saying that. It's got to be on our next bingo card yeah, starting session. Yeah, head scratcher. Theory number 16, sand dunes. Sand dunes are capable of producing sounds under the right circumstances. And I never knew singing sand dunes were a I thing. I suppose with the wind whipping yeah. over them. Sand dunes, sand dunes can create a variety of sounds, including whispering, humming, whistling, and squeaking. Booming sounds comparable to low rumbling thunder can be heard up to a distance mm. of six miles and for as long as for as long as 15 minutes are possible. I think we've all heard well. like whistling wind, right? Yeah, you yeah. know. They generally appear limited to large sand dunes in arid climates with steep faces pointing away from the wind and seem to require loosely packed, very smooth, almost spherical sand grains. So like there, the Middle there's East YouTube is probably videos. There's YouTube videos where you can hear this. Hmm. And it's weird. It's weird. It's like a singing sand dune. Hmm. That's the sand scraping or moving against each other. So once again, it's like, okay, that explains the New Mexico exactly. part of it. But right, exactly, right. but doesn't explain the trumpet Northwest sound. And yeah. yeah. Or Wisconsin. Yep. Number, theory number 17, miscellaneous natural sounds. Scientists have come up with a few other possible natural causes. Near coasts, the booms may be caused by enormous waves crashing against the cliffs. They could also be distant volcanic eruptions, far-off thunder redirected through the upper atmosphere, Deep earthquakes making noise by cracking the crust, gas belching up from underground vents beneath ocean or lake beds, <laughs> or new volcanoes being born. Sky farts. <laughs> Sky farts. <laughs> According to a January 8, 2020 article on LiveScience.com, quote, mysterious seismic hums recently detected around the world were likely caused by an unusual geologic event, the rumblings of a magma-filled reservoir deep under the Indian Ocean, a new study finds. These odd hums were an unconventional geologic birth announcement. A few months after the sounds rippled around the Earth, a new underwater volcano was born off the coast of the island of Mayotte, located between Madagascar and Mozambique in the Indian Ocean. A little baby volcano. A little baby volcano. So it could be 
like some of the sounds could be this. It could be the waves pounding against something. And water can make weird noises. Yeah, or sounds can carry weirdly yeah. too, depending on what's like going if, on. If you're in a cave that has water, it can sound like voices. Yep. And yep. So just a ton of possible natural sounds. Mm -hmm. Theory number 18, unintended man-made reasons. Earlier this year, residents of San Francisco started hearing strange trumpet-like sounds in the sky. People on Twitter were all talking about it in San Francisco. Then it was finally figured out that the sound was being caused by the wind hitting newly installed railing slats on the Golden Gate Bridge. You know, and you also have ex excavators or snowplows scraping roads that can sure. cause like a, a high-pitched squealing sound like that. So they could be man-made reasons that we just hear and that's what it is. Theory number 19, hoaxes. People started to notice go. that some of the new videos of the sky sounds seemed to sound exactly like one of the first videos, the one from Kiev, including the exact synchronization of birds chirping. Mm. So it's not even known how many videos are legit. A lot of people took the sound of the trumpets from Kevin Smith's movie Red State and inserted them into videos. Red State, I've never seen. I've, I've never I've seen, seen it either. I, I saw the end of it Kevin with the Smith? sky trumpets. Really? Yeah, it's a Kevin Smith. It's like a, Kevin, it's like a horror movie. Really? About like this cult. Yeah. About the sky. How did I not know this? Yeah, I actually. Corey really said like it. His Corey stuff. said it was really decent. Actually, hmm. Corey said it was good. But Corey, when I told him about this, that was the first thing he thought of was that there's sky trumpets in that movie. Hmm. So a lot of people have been taking the sound of the trumpets from that movie Red State and inserting them into videos. Also, according to a 2012 article on Seeker.com, quote. A college student in Edmonton, Canada, posted a video of mysterious sounds, which got over 140,000 views on YouTube before she admitted it was fake. She told a local newspaper, quote, I made the video by taking out my iPhone and video recording my balcony view while holding my laptop right behind it while my laptop played the Conklin YouTube video in the background. It took less than a minute to do this. I made the video to show my friends and family how easy it was. It was literally less than five minutes of my life to make the video and upload it and to show my family that no matter how much they believe something they see online, they should not believe it and they should especially not get fearful. So hoaxes are a big one. You know, everybody's posting videos of sky trumpets and you don't know mm -hmm. which ones are legit. You know, once again, we're our own worst enemy when it comes to this crap. You know, you have trolls doing all this. Right. And lastly, theory number 20, there's no overall cause or blanket theory. It could be partially any or all of these and it's always been there. I really like this quote from the article in the New Republic. Quote, After the introduction in the 1920s of the decibel as an objective unit for measuring noise, cities were able to implement noise abatement policies that cut the overall volume to mostly manageable levels. But perversely, it's precisely these noise reduction laws that allowed the hum to emerge. In a loud environment like New York City, it's far too difficult to hear the hum since it tends to blend in with the din and chaos of everything else. Just the subway alone. The hum, you could say, is not so much a sound, but it's rather what's left over. The noise yeah. you hear once all the other noises have been taken away. Huh. You know, and one like thing that I, one thing that freaks there. me out, and I've talked about this on here, are, I don't remember where it is, but they have that room that is completely soundproof. And they said people that go in there cannot spend more than a couple minutes in there before they literally start to go nuts. Huh. Because all you're hearing is your blood. Oh, you can your, only hear yeah. like your blood rushing through. You hear like the hum your of your blood rushing through your ears. Then you start thinking about your own anatomy. Yeah, and, and like... you, all you hear is like the amplified <gasps> sounds that you make because oh, it's funny. so completely soundproof. But I need what, a white noise machine at night because I cannot stand the sound of myself breathing. Yeah. Like I can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Huh. Like, I think I talked about it on here when I was a kid, I used to have like these weird dreams where there were these creatures that were marching 
in formation, like Nazi marching. Hmm. And I finally came to figure out that that was when my head was on the pillow. That was the blood going through my ears. And that's the thing is that people believe that this hum has always been there. And it's just we only hear it when When there's no other sound. sound. Hmm. Or that they think that all of these are possibly some of a little bit of this it's a little bit bit of this a little bit of that because i mean people who live in rural areas you think they'd hear it all the time exactly but they don't you know so only certain areas or certain people but if if you're in new york where it has all these electrical things and it's quiet enough that you can only hear those electrical generators you're going to hear a hum Mm -hmm. so they're saying it's actually more the sound it's what you hear when there is no other sound although i suppose if you're out in the country what you're hearing are crickets and frogs. Yeah. And there's sort yep. of a low hum of just wildlife. Yeah. If that were to stop, A, look for Bigfoot because he's probably near. Yeah. <laughs> or like, another, like like Jim said earlier, another uh, possible natural cause is tinnitus. Right. You know, you could... Isn't it usually a ringing though? Yeah. But, you know... I mean, who knows? Hmm. Or if, if you're in, really into the hum, you might imagine you're hearing the hum. Yeah. You know, you're way more susceptible to, to hearing yeah. it. So, so that's it. Hmm. So what do you think? I think it's a little bit of this and a little I, bit of that. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I 100% too. I think it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I in think the, the trumpets are section, the most... In the later section of the theories, not so much in the yeah. goofier. Yeah. Right. In like the, right. I don't think it's, it's the four the horsemen of the... Starting the sonic boom <laughs> and yes. going forward. Yeah, going from there. Yeah. Not necessarily Project Blue Beam <laughs> or uh, Aliens. The trumpet sounds are the most puzzling. They I don't are. feel like there's a quite the right explanation for those, especially when you hear them. That's they're just I think really the booms bizarre. and the hum can be very totally explained. Explainable. The trumpet, the trumpet bothers me because of when it started, because mm-hmm. that's when a lot of weird things started. And like the hum, that's like that's a long, prolonged, which is easily. Um, explain, but yeah. the trumpet is more like a pop. Like yeah, a blast. Like it, it's there for a little yeah. bit, and then yeah. it's gone, and then, and then it gone. comes back, and then it's gone. Yeah. So the trumpet, or you, you only hear it once, and you never hear it again. Like yeah. I don't know. I, I like. I think the trumpet one is a little more difficult to explain, and I really don't know. I don't have an explanation. I, I if I had to pick one, I would. I I think it's something top secret that that we're. It could be an aircraft. It could be something we're working on that yeah. we're just mm-hmm. not saying what it is. I mean, if you can truly rule out like machinery nearby or anything yeah. like that what's left over is probably just a handful of experiences but to me that's it's really bizarre yeah i don't think it's jesus coming back no, i don't necessarily no. think it's ufos I, don't I, know. I think the message one is interesting yeah but you think they would have a more stable method to transmit a message back than they have well, it and that it would, every now and then it would be picked up by something that was designed to pick it up and just not heard with yeah. the human ear yeah so I don't, I'm, I'm hmm. like Jim said, I'm going with a little bit of this, a little yeah. bit of that for the boom and the hum, the thunder or the, 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 um, trumpet. trumpet I'm, I'm a, not so it's a head sure scratcher. On. It's a the head scratcher, a but head I'm scratcher. not in this situation. I'm not buying some of the goofier. No, theories. I'm not either. You know, I'm not buying that, you know, as much as I believe we might be living in a simulation. If it it been doesn't a, really it, explain the trumpet noise though. No. Like why would but it make a trumpet noise? If that's noise? what the simulation noise is. You know, they said it was glitches. I've, um, I guess, like, like the fish mating one, I could totally kind of buy as part of them. That's a humming one, though. Yeah. 
I feel like the humming noise has multiple explanations that are plausible. I feel like the fish mating. And it mating, probably is, depending on where you live, it could be any, you know, a variety. The fish of mating reasons. is where I started to get on board with most of the explanations. <laughs> like yeah. The ones before that, as much as I do believe some of the crazier stuff, not so much in this case. I think, I think a lot, I think it's easily explainable. I think we just don't know what the trumpet sound mm-hmm. is. I was watching, it just reminds me of like infrasound or what is that called? Like Bigfoot is supposed to give this off, but lions give this off. I watched an episode of- But that's also kind of what very low frequencies are. That's infrasound. Yeah. And they they actually affect you physically and even in a neurological way. Like, Like yeah, hearing- No, no. So I forgot. I think I was watching Expedition Bigfoot and Bryce Johnson went to like a place where a habitat where wild cats- are are kept and studied in a very humane and pleasant way just saying and he the person who was hosting him brought him into this place where there was a, a lion and the lion did did this low pitch growling thing that they do that actually gives off a frequency that yeah you're hearing it and it's kind of creak scary because this thing could kill you but it actually is impacting you on a physical but that's level. that's like uh, like i talked about on the whale wars when in order yeah. to keep people away from their boats, they, they had those, those. Blast, the sonic blasters that would like disorient painful, you. Yeah. It would disorient you with the with the sound waves. So things like that exist. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I can just see how a hum like that would that would drive me crazy. It would drive me crazy too. I'm very sound. Me too. Sensitive. Me too. Big time. Big time. Like like my f- bedroom fan has to be a certain way. There cannot gonna... be even the slightest rattle <laughs> yep. or clink. That's why I have a white noise machine. Yeah. There's nothing to woo, rattle. Woo, woo, exactly. Woo, woo. Second a fan does that, I'm like, it's out. Yeah. That's so all I'm you hear. kind of the same way. So I could understand. I would be one of those people driven nuts by that. Mm-hmm. And that's why that soundproof room freaks me out so much. Totally. I'd like to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we can get you, get you like in one of those. a sensory deprivation yeah. chamber. Yes. Yep. Timing. So there we go. That was this, Sky Sounds. And I don't know why you think this is a bad episode. Yeah, was, I thought it was great. <laughs> just the roughness getting it ready. and Yeah, that, maybe it was just the, the roughness rough. getting it ready and printed out and all that stuff. But maybe, okay, maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. It's up uh, to your usual standards, if thank you ask you. me. Oh, so you're saying my usual standard is bad. <laughs> I see how it is. We have time for our listener question. And, and I songs. Knew, and songs. Should we do songs first? Yeah, or let's do question? songs first. Okay. You'll, and we have to do a pickle joke. We should make Jim read the horrible, horrible pickle jokes. Okay. Who wants to go first for the we'll song? We'll do Jim first. Uh, song? Song selection for I today. I had to think about it, and I came up with uh, Fish off of a live one. It's going to be Fish. Um, <laughs> the first song I ever heard by Fish, and it was uh, Bounce Around the Room. It was their live album, and it's the first time. And then shortly after that, I think I was on the way to a Fish concert. So that kind of changed and progressed my early 20s. Yeah. It's the first song I ever heard from Fish too. Is bounce around. You know, the thing yeah. is, I give Fish crap because I just do. But then, it's like when, the when you lifestyle. posted a, you posted a song, yeah, I went and listened to some of their other stuff, and I'm like, this really is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's the live experience yeah. too, yeah. as a whole. Is yeah. just it's hard to describe. It's it's an experience. It's community. Yeah, it's a community. It's yeah. We've oh man, that was like our coming of age was going mm-hmm. to Fish going shows. To fish shows? And, so many amazing memories. I, I, I kind of would have liked to have experienced that. 
you know. You still could. They're still playing. <laughs> They've retired a couple times and came back when they're still touring. They came to Alpine Valley this last year, I think. So, yeah, we'll post that when we well, do maybe this. they didn't with the whole COVID thing. They probably didn't. But they were there last year. We'll post that song when we yeah. post this video. Bouncing around the room. I'll try to check one. that out because I'm coming around to fish. I'm coming around. It's a, and that's a great album, too, because there's a ton of crowd participation. The crowd is singing along. You and kind of get the idea of what What it might feel like yeah. to be at yep. a show. Um, should I go next? Sure. So my song, it's funny. Jim made a reference to, and that's what made me think of it. He made a reference to, if anybody caught it earlier, uh, when he said Vincent Vega. <laughs> that's from Pulp Fiction, and it's from one of the most iconic scenes in the movie Pulp Fiction, the Jackrabbit Slims Twist Contest. And my song is You Never Can Tell by Chuck Berry. I love that song. Not just because of that scene, although it's part of it, but it's just such a great song. I think the lyrics are really clever. I love Chuck Berry. I thought I think his style of music is so cool and really kind of forward for its time. Yeah, way before his time. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about it on here that I'm kind of hit or miss with Quentin Tarantino. Like yeah. I think some of his movies are brilliant. I think Pulp Fiction and Kill Bill. Yeah. Are, are two Amazing of my favorite movies. movies, but then some of his are really lacking. He doesn't like Reservoir Dogs. I think oh, it's overrated. Yeah. I think it's overrated. But one thing that he does better than anybody else is music. Oh, his the way he ties are amazing. music in, like, like we said, you can't hear stuck in the middle with you without nope. thinking about cutting off a cop's ear. <laughs> Someone's ear getting cut off. You know, dance. Yeah. Or Jackrabbits. Yeah, <laughs> yes. the yeah. Michael Madsen. Yep. So he does that magnificently. Yeah. The only his, other his person I would are so the, cool. The only other person I would put with him is Cameron Crowe because Cameron Crowe is amazing yeah. at putting music. Well, he in did his almost movies. famous. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing soundtrack as well. So another good song. My song actually going to be a little longer with this. Is it one I'm never I've never heard Probably of not, before? But this from is going to be a little longer of. of a description of, okay. of, of stuff. You're, but I'm kind of going off Corey. Okay. In the last episode, where he wanted something powerful. Okay. And I've gotten some feedback that a lot of my songs have been too Dawson's Creaky. <laughs> so this one is a little... I can see that. This one's a little That's heavier. Fair. It's not heavy, heavy, but it's right. a little heavier. Okay. And it is the song No Halo by the band Sorority Noise. Yeah, never heard of them. Uh, for one day, it just showed up in my YouTube feed as a suggested song. Ooh, and I rarely watch suggested songs, but I clicked on that. Mm. And after I saw the video, I was like completely like jaw on the floor. So the story behind the song, No Halo, is that a very good friend of the singer's died. Okay. And he could not bring himself to go to the funeral, oh. which I totally get mm -hmm. because sometimes that's hard. Yeah. Funerals and then, are hard. like a couple weeks later, he just happened to be driving past his friend's house. So he pulled up in front. And he's like, I'm going to stop and see how he's doing. And he started getting out of the car when it hit him that he was gone. Oh, that like he forgot. That he forgot. You need the funeral for closure, that he's maybe. That he's not there anymore. So mm. the song is about that, and it, it's about survivor guilt. Mm. Like, why did why was it him and not me? Mm -hmm. And it's about regretting not texting him or telling him things that you wanted to tell him, but mm. you're like, I'm always going to have time to tell him this. Right. So that's what the song is about. It's a faster song. But the video is what everybody is like, wow. And the video, the only way I can describe it is that it's... Images of like symbolic representations or sometimes just flat out images of anxiety, mm. depression, suicide, you know, a trigger, trigger warning. There is some suicidal imagery, but the video is just so amazingly powerful and, and good. Yeah. And like one of the, one of the, the, one of the very first scenes of the video is like a front shot 
uh, video of a car driving down the street and there's a young girl sitting in the passenger seat and there's nobody driving. Mm. And that's kind of what anxiety feels like. Right. And that really hit you me no because with, with this new job and with the stuff I've been going through lately, that is exactly how I feel. Like mm-hmm. I'm here some, and nobody's driving and I don't know what's going on. Right. You're just a passenger. You know, and there's just such good imagery. There's a scene where there's a guy and I think he's in an airport and he's got a plastic bag over his head and he's like breathing in and out deeply. Mm-hmm. And somebody in the comments said that's like an exact representation of what a panic attack in public is like because mm-hmm. nobody can know what you're going through. They're walking around you, but they don't understand what you're going through. You feel like you're dying inside. You know, and there's an image <laughs> where there's like schoolgirls in a bedroom and they're drinking and laughing and in between them you can see there's a mirror and there's a girl sitting on the bed with her head down kind of like not participating with the bottle in her hand and it's just so good some of the images in that video are just amazing so I love the song but when you pair the song with the video it's just like really powerful and it's that's why I'm going off Corey's from the last episode where he wanted something powerful, powerful so for yeah. me this song, this video, the story behind the song are all really powerful. Nice. I just so, I just out. read the lyrics and they gave me chills. Yeah. Yep. Like I said, it's like I, the music I would describe. I played it for my friend Aaron and I said the beginning sounds almost exactly like Kings of Leon. Mm. It's got like a Kings of Leon kind uh, of feel. I kind of dig them. Yeah. But it's just such a... Hmm. I'm going to post that one in okay. the group too. So that is my cool. song. It is No Halo by Sorority Noise. All right. So yeah. Cool. Awesome. Very nice. Now time for our question. All right. This one I got a sneak peek at last time, and I said it's just appropriate that you two are here together for this one. Also, okay. oh, I have to answer too. Yes. Yep. <laughs> the question is, hey, Krista and Kurt may spell my name with a C, but that's okay. At least they didn't spell mine with a C-H. <laughs> that's true. That, I, that, I, I've Kurt seen with your, a C is weird, though. I know. Most of the Kurts I know are with a K. C. Oh, really? Yeah. I've only seen it with a K. Hey, Krista and Kurt, and we're going to add Jim into this. And Jim. Hey, Krista and Kurt and Jim. Since Kurt is single, he technically doesn't need a hall pass, but for each of you, who are your top three celebrity hall passes? Oh, my God. You're I don't killing even... me, Kurt. I'll go, I'll go first because you guys can think this out because I saw it, so I already... Uh, but the thing is, you know... I used to have some, but they change. They changed every uh, so I'm day. Guessing it's, <laughs> I'm guessing it's currently, I don't know, or all time. Okay. I don't know, but I'm, we'll I'm going to go first because okay. then you guys can think about yours because I had all week to think about this. Oh, man. Uh, and the thing is, we've talked about this on here. I am not exactly known for, you know. Ladies man. For doing the deed. Okay. <laughs> you don't enjoy it. I don't do the deed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, it's more of a. I'd go for lunch with them. This yeah, is this yeah, is my yeah, yeah. this is my hugging bucket list or my yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go to lunch with you. Not necessarily going to sleep with you, but this is like my I'll go to lunch with you. My connect on a mental level yes. with you. <laughs> and number 1 is I've mentioned her on here before and I always like kind of blank on how to pronounce her last name. The actress Yvonne Yvonne Stravosky. I never know how to pronounce her oh, pronounce she's her so last pretty. name. But she was she's on, in the Handmaid's Tale. She's on the hand in the Handmaid's Tale. She was on Chuck. She was like the the leading lady on the show Chuck. But where I knew her from was from Dexter. Dexter's from wife, the show yep. Dexter. Mm. It was his girlfriend. Girlfriend. It was his girlfriend that she shows up in like the final couple seasons, and she was like a poisoner. She was like mm. a a serial poisoner. But she, she and she was on a series an ep, uh, one of the series of Twenty Four, the show Twenty Four, mm. and she was so good on there that people said she was legitimately the only person that they could see replacing Jack Bauer. Oh, and I'm just like smitten with her as a person and as an actress, and I think she is just flat out 
beautiful. She is beautiful. She is. I think she's just stunning. So she is my number one pick, Yvonne Stravosky. My number two pick, because she's been my lifelong crush, is Katie Holmes. Oh, interesting. I love Katie Holmes. Speaking of Dawson's Creek. I have Creek. since Dawson's Creek. <laughs> you know, she had her little thing with Tom Cruise. She's she's over that. She you know, escaped Tom she Cruise. She escaped Tom Cruise. Escaping Tom Cruise. That should be like a show. And I actually have a tie for number three because I couldn't decide between the two of them. So the two I have tied for number three are Lauren Mayberry, the singer from Churches, because I absolutely adore her. Okay. I think she's just amazing as a person. You know, she's she's a very big feminist. She's just so awesome. I absolutely love her. And she's tied with Carrie Russell from Felicity oh, okay. because yep. she is... She might be number one on my hugging bucket list because I love Carrie Russell. I've loved her ever since Felicity. Felicity, like you have Gilmore Girls. Felicity mm-hmm. is my comfort show. Yeah, your feel-good show. Yes, so those are my three. It is Yvonne Stravosky, Katie Holmes, and Lauren Mayberry slash Carrie Russell. This is really difficult. It is really so difficult, guys, not just because you're here. <laughs> <laughs> you're three celebrities. I can only like come up first. with like two right now. Well, Henry Cavill, do you know who that I is? I knew you were going to say Henry Cavill. Well, I've, always, I've had a thing for him for a long time. He played, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm aware. The, <laughs> the first <laughs> time I saw aware. him was in the show The Tudors, but he also played Superman, and I thought he played a really well, a great Superman, even though I'm not into superhero movies in any way shape or form i watched that one the first one i think there's another one that i but he's just chiseled square jaw blue eyes brown hair anyway i've never been described as chiseled no probably not huh (laughs) i mean look at that face come on he's in a new show on uh, (laughs) on netflix he's in a new show on netflix called the witcher which is based oh, off of is he books. the is he the main yeah, yeah. He's all greasy and yeah. he's got long blonde hair it's kind of weird it doesn't really do one anything one of the for best me, video games i've ever played in my life Witcher and it's based 3. off of books right yep, yep um the second one would be army hammer do you know who army yeah, hammer is yeah but i don't is? get it i don't get that oh really yeah mm. another nice. i'm sorry mm. i'm sorry he's really tall blonde hair blue eyes chiseled good looks i don't know I just like Army Hammer. This, maybe this wasn't a good question. This might be a real <laughs> quiet drive back to my car. I don't know. The last one is, I don't know. I can't think of like I used to have one. It was Aaron Rodgers, but I'm like over that. It's not, I don't know. I can probably think of like three for you. Oh, bring it. Brad Pitt? Eh. No? You're over that? Yeah. I don't know. No, I mean, uh. yeah, he's hot, but that wouldn't be a hall pass for me, I guess. No. A free pass, whatever you call it. I don't All know. Pass. I don't know if I can come up what with about a third uh, one. What's his name from Expedition Unknown? Josh Gates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have lunch with Josh Gates. Okay, but not like, a hall pass? <laughs> no, drink a beer. I'm attracted to his sense of humor 100%, but yeah, I don't know. Not. See, that's the thing. I don't need a hall pass because I'm single. The whole it's school true. is mine. Yeah. Which Whoa. is really creepy when you think I, about well, that. We're in Especially a school where right you now, work. Kurt. Yeah, we are in a school and you work at a school. Uh, I can't come up with a third right now. So I, I guess if I had to throw one out there, I don't even know his name, but there's a show called um, The Last Kingdom on Netflix and like the main character is kind of beautiful. You know, he's a Nordsman or a Viking or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, he's pretty huh. hot. Mine are going to be, I don't know, pretty boring. Um, I bet you most of them are going to be sports related. Of course they are. <laughs> I just like, I don't know, it's something, I mean... Mutually, my wife does not like sports too much, so it'd be something to have somebody mutually that you could talk to about it. Um, oh, about sports, yeah. S- Samantha Ponder. 
Don't know who she is. Not a clue. Probably not going to know many of these people. Probably not. Pull her up on your... Okay. Yeah, I got to see what my competition looks (laughs) like. (laughs) And she's blonde, too. Ooh. So it's out of my usual wheelhouse. That's the thing with mine, too, is that I generally go for brunettes. Mm -hmm. Jim does, too. Obviously. Yvonne Stravonsky is blonde. Oh, she's pretty. Let me see. Hold on. Let me bring up a... Okay, go on. Oh, she's pretty. She is. She's pretty. Yeah. It's not... I don't... I don't know. I don't really get into the whole movie star oh she is pretty um all that stuff so totally yeah, don't blame me with that is danica one of them no no oh, I, I thought it would be she's no um she's brunette though yeah she's brunette uh katie nolan i think she's funny a lot of people mm-hmm. don't like her but i think she's cute and funny and she's a great attitude i think so that's more of the um oh, she's cute i don't know any sport unless it's wwe people She's really cute. Yeah. I just I'm like, with you on your picks so far. I like cute girls. The thing with your the last two that I've seen, they're pretty, but they're also cute. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah, an yeah. important thing. I don't like they're the all done up. Sexy no. and, and hot. Yeah. I like the girl next door. Low maintenance. Cute. Low maintenance, yes. And then a third I couldn't really come off come up with one quickly. So just say Krista. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> what I was gonna say, Chris. Really? Say my lovely that's wife, Krista. Cute. Thanks. You don't need a pass. There are some that like like I'm trying to think of ones that I like that are both cute and really pretty. Felicia Day, I think, is like that. I think she's pretty and I think she's really cute. I don't know if you know who Felicia Day is. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Now I gotta look her up. Redhead. She was on Oh She was in Doctor Horrible. That was probably really loud. Sorry, listeners. (laughs) Like I think she's pretty, but I think she's more cute than she is pretty. There she is. It's like Amy Adams. She's yeah, you know, Amy Adams. I never was attracted to. I think she's really pretty though. Oh, this is Felicia Day. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know who I don't think is super pretty, but I'm like really strongly attracted to is Emma Stone. It's her attitude. Oh yeah, like yeah. sometimes she's pretty oh, I think she's and sometimes gorgeous, she looks actually. like. You she's know. got these humongous got, eyes, yeah, and I'm a sucker for humongous oh, eyes. My third one would be Chris, Carissa Thompson. Yeah, I forgot about her. She's another sports. I fan. just got bumped out. Yeah, <laughs> you're you fourth. Got, you, you got fourth place. You, you got booted. <laughs> another, I another name, wrong with fourth place. Her. Another sports person. Yep. She's a sports anchor. Sports. Um. Yeah, I love Emma Stone, and it, part of it is her. Oh, yeah, she's pretty. Part of it is her, um, yeah, you like the blondes, huh? Not all blondes. Oh, that's right. The second one wasn't. Um, Emma Stone, part of it is her personality and yeah. her sense of humor, too. Yeah, because she's real quirky. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Cool. Should we do a pickle joke? Do, Jim's got to do a pickle joke. Yeah, so I got to remember what we... It's going to be bad. Just tell me. They're you. horrible. This page is where I'd start because I think I read the one on the other so the page. Yeah. This will be nice because all of our sports listening fans will actually have something to <laughs> be happy about because right? we never talk about sports. No, we never talk about Pickle sports. jokes. How many sides does a pickle have? How many, Jim? A pickle has two, an inside and an outside. Uh, That's so dumb. Wow. We say that after every joke. That's so dumb. Okay, you can read the next one. They're usually so bad that we read two. <laughs> <laughs> this one is actually pretty good. Wow. What do they call Martian gourmets? I don't know. What do they call Martian Purple gourmet? pickle eaters. 
<laughs> well, he liked that one. Wow. I did. I liked that one. That okay. was a good one. Time for the deets. Deets. The deets. As always, you can email us at thestrangesessions at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at Strange Session without the S. Krista does an awesome job on Instagram at The Strange Sessions. You can send us postcards and snail mail to our P.O. Box at The Strange Sessions, P.O. Box 434, Manitowoc, Wisconsin, 54221-0434. And you can call our lonely little phone line at 920-443-9602. Do you know how we close the show? Are you ready to join us? I think I am. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. You did a that was so professional. <laughs> Thank you for it was. You, wow. did a, you did a great you didn't job. You didn't have to you prompt really him into anything. Was it was it better than you thought it was gonna be? Yeah, yeah. It awesome. was very I you know I you should I, do another tarot I draw. I was definitely and see nervous, could... but you guys are very comfortable to be. Thank you. That's what other people around. have said. I'm glad you find your wife comfortable to be around because it'd be setting. a little weird if you didn't okay. In this setting. Oh, gotcha. He's got three other ahead ahead of you, so he does. But yeah, when people first home. come here and first come on it, they're generally a little nervous. But yeah. then once By you get the end, going, they're like, when can I like, come back? Yeah, exactly. You're welcome anytime. <laughs> now you know what, what we do when Crystal leaves for a couple hours mm-hmm. every other Saturday. I'd and it's fun be because we... F- exactly. He'll send me a picture of him cuddling with Lucy on the couch about oh. now. <laughs> but we were joking that we don't have any lost time on the weekend now together this weekend. No, you usually don't, you guys were together Because we're together this. now, so... It just works out so much nicer doing this on the weekend yeah. where you're done with this by 9, 10 o'clock. Yeah. It's 9.19. So I think that's it. That's it. So. That's all he wrote. Thank you again, Jim, for coming on. My you were pleasure. Awesome. Thank you. It was really nice having you. And until next time from the old school media studio. Stay, stay strange. strange. Perfect. This has been an Old School Media production, executive produced by Kirk Konechny. For more information and content, please visit strangesessions.com.